Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got stories about bean-shaped wireless earbuds and sustainability-focused footwear. InputMag.com Senior Reviews Editor Ray Wong recently reviewed Samsung's new Galaxy Buds Live. His verdict? These bean-shaped wireless earbuds are damn cool, even though the noise cancellation is pretty weak. Here's Ray reading an excerpt from his piece. I'm not exaggerating when I say the Buds Live are the most talked about wireless earbuds to come out in years. These are the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live, also known as the Beans, and they might just be the most innovative new true wireless earbuds of 2020, at least in terms of their kidney-shaped design. Let's get right into what's great about them. Everything about the Buds Live is so weird, from the bean-shaped design to the open-style active noise cancellation, which really doesn't do much to be honest. The Buds are a breath of fresh air for wireless earbuds in a way that AirPod clones aren't. Welcome back to the show, Ray. Always good to be back. So what do the Galaxy Buds Live have going for them beyond looks? They've got pretty good battery life. They last about eight hours without active noise cancellation and up to six hours with active noise cancellation. And the case itself is pretty compact. So I would say the battery life and also the fit. Surprisingly, these bean-shaped buds, I'd love to just call them Galaxy Buds. Samsung, why didn't you just call them Galaxy Buds? Buds Live is like just such a mouthful they fit really well and i thought they wouldn't fit so well at first you know the first time i actually put them in it actually just like fell out of my ears turns out that you just have to like push them in a little bit more and then have them like kind of get tucked into the your ear flap and then they're like really comfy like i wore them for like hours and honestly forgot they were even in there as i recall you went running with them in your ears I did. So, you know, I tweeted out that I had the Buds Live and then a whole bunch of people were asking me, how do they fit when you're running? Um, You know, I haven't been running in the last couple of months uh, just because of the COVID-19. So I decided to take them for a quick run around my, uh, you know, neighborhood, ran to the park. That's about a mile away. And, you know, for me, they stayed in my ears. So good job, Samsung. So how do they compare to the market leader, Apple's AirPods? Sound-wise, they're about the same. They sound basically very similar. So if you know what AirPods sound like, these are going to produce similar sound. The one difference is that Samsung says that these Buds Live have quote-unquote active noise cancellation. Now, that's not quite true. It's partially true. And I say that because they actually don't really work that well. You get the slightest bit of like noise cancellation, but they really don't do anything in terms of like blocking out really loud sounds. So like on a plane or on a train, I'm 100% sure these are not gonna cut it because I was on the street and I could still hear cars. I'm sitting next to my air conditioner and I could still hear the hum and you know, the fan, like you can still hear the background noise. It really blocks out the faintest background noise. And if you're looking for like serious active noise cancellation, I would say the AirPods have the edge. So then who are these Galaxy Buds Live for? I said in my review that they're like the best anti-AirPods. So really, if you like can't stand AirPods, and I know there are people out there who just really can't stand the stem design. Um, They don't like that it's made by Apple. They don't like that it costs so much. These Buds are 
are super interesting. They look different, they fit differently, they sound a little bit differently if you consider the active noise cancellation uh, feature and you know the battery life lasts better than airpods so basically if you're on android or you just don't want airpods because everyone has them these are the buds for you now one thing i will say is if you're looking for a really good pair of wireless earbuds for zoom calls that means like recording audio these are not going to cut it because i had some some pretty big issues with the microphones. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Not at all. And I don't know if it's because I had a bum unit or not, but it doesn't sound great. The person on the other end of the calls, like they always said that I sounded really, really bad. I don't know if a software update can fix that, but I believe Samsung is aware of that. You can follow Ray on Twitter at Ray Wangi. Now on to today's second story. Allbirds, the sustainability-focused direct-to-consumer footwear brand, is popular with tech bros. Among sneakerheads, not so much. In an apparent effort to change that, Allbirds recently struck up partnerships with Adidas and Chinatown Market. InputMag.com news writer Ian Cervantes wrote about Allbirds' bid for cool. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. It isn't just Throwing Fits, an irreverent podcast that pokes fun at the absurdity of dudes obsessing over clothes and sneakers that has turned Allbirds into a punchline. The sustainability-focused, direct-to-consumer footwear brand has long been a punchline among sneakerheads, and its rise to a valuation of $1.4 billion in 2018. After just two years of business, Allbirds has won over tech bros and other less stylish consumers, but bona fide sneakerheads have remained at arm's length. Welcome to the show, Ian. Yep, thanks for having me. So why is Allbirds a punchline amongst sneakerheads? When it comes down to it, like the nobility of what they're doing isn't in question. We invented a new way to win. With sugarcane, merino wool, and eucalyptus trees. Natural materials that give our shoes the strength and the speed to compete. You know, they make very sustainable sneakers. They use ethically sourced merino wool, tree fiber, a sugar-based foam. But it's just not cool is the issue. It's just like a super plain, super basic sneaker. And they've kind of just become the butt of a lot of jokes because of that. And now we're starting to see them like try and enter this space where they've been laughed at for so long. Right. This article was prompted in part by their recent partnerships with Adidas and Chinatown Market. What can you tell me about those? A few months ago, they announced a partnership with Adidas and they did it just in this tremendously corny way. They had this scripted Twitter exchange in the middle of the night, basically framing it as like, oh, you know, we're competitors, but we're going to set aside our difference to save the world. In this case, it doesn't have to be a clear push for sneakerheads. Obviously, there are people who consume Adidas, who, you know, don't obsess over these things. But it still kind of marks an entry into this world where they haven't been already. And then they kind of ramped it up a few weeks ago with a partnership with Chinatown Market, which is kind of a DIY streetwear brand out of Los Angeles, as well as uh, Nicole McLaughlin, who's an upcycling designer who's become really popular on Instagram. And in that case, yeah, that was a clear push at real streetwear and it goes to McLaughlin's abilities that the stuff was actually pretty cool. It just happened to be made with Allbirds fabrics, but 
it's a little weird seeing them try to do this now. So is there any possibility that all birds could actually become cool through these partnerships or other moves? I no, I don't think there's any way possible. I just think you can't manufacture cool. And, you know, we see a lot of brands that try to get down with this. I mean, Ruffles made a fucking Air Jordan. Want to just kind of give you guys a quick look at the bag because the bag is really, really dope. Obviously, it says Ruffles has ridges. This is sponsored by Ruffles. Uh, has the shoes there and they're called Ridge Tops. And then it says Guaranteed Fresh. Obviously, a play on the chips and also a play on the kicks. But the story is really here on the back. You see, it says, we've got the chips. Now you've got the drip. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But like, people just aren't going to fall for it. You know, for the piece online, I reached out to the Throwing Fits guys, James Harris and Lauren Schlossman. And James Harris had the line, he said, if they manage to make this cool, then that person is the Don Draper of this generation. You can follow Ian on Twitter at Ian underscore Cervantes, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.